return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to speak the word. I, I was thinking about it. It's one of my the favorite things I love to do. I think a lot of you can identify with that. To share the word. Thank you, Lord. Give thanks to the Lord. He's good. Are you glad today he's a good God? And it's a new day. I don't know about you, but today I'm glad it's brand new. That last week is gone, and we have a fresh start. There's a fresh anointing here for us today. So before I share the message, I believe I have a prophetic word here for someone, and there's a verse that goes with it, but I'm just going to declare it. But I want to say to you prophetically, joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. And Psalm, if you want to jot this down, Psalm 84, 4 says, Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. Well, here we are. It's whatever, 20 below. I don't know what the temperature is. But here we are, you're dwelling in the house of the Lord. And it said, blessed is the one whose strength is in thee. He is our strength today. But this says, the rest of this verse says, who passing through the valley of Baca. Now that word Baca means tears. That word Baca means weeping. But I declare today you're passing through that valley of Baca, that valley of weeping. And here you are, God's people of faith, it says, you make the choice to make it a place of springs, a place of refreshing, where pools of blessings collect. That's what's happening in your life. So weeping endures for the night, but joy comes in the morning. So let's all receive that today, because his joy is our strength. And if we don't have joy, we've lost our strength, and we're in the back seat. But God's called us today. He's got a message for all of us today. And the message is, you're stronger than you think. Why don't you turn to someone next to you? Say, you're stronger than you think. We all have an opinion about ourselves. But the important thing is, what does God think about you? What is God saying about you? And our goal is to line up what we think with what he says. We can surpass feelings. The Bible never said to walk by our feelings. Hallelujah for that. But we walk by faith. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. I want to tell you today, you're not fragile. You're not a grasshopper. You're not lowly, just crawling around on the ground. I want to say today... For someone here, I know this is a rhema word, maybe for more than one, you're not weak. You are strong. God says you're strong. You're complete in Jesus. I remember hearing that Bible verse when I was first born again. I thought, well, thank God, because I sure didn't feel complete. But Jesus says, I began to declare that. And I mean, this is like 44 years ago. And, but I just began to declare it. 
and our words become substance and our words are creative. And I began to declare that and believe it and then sometimes forget it, but then remember it. Shalom, there's nothing broken. You are complete in Jesus. I want to say one other thing too before I really get going, but anyway, um, that your will is, you have a strong will. Now, the Proverbs actually says that the spirit of, of man will sustain him. And in his infirmity, in sickness, this re- verse is referring to, but a crushed spirit, who can bear it? But what I like, what I see in that verse is God saying how strong our spirit is, how, how strong our will is, that we can use that in our life for victories, to move forward, to overcome things, and, and it's, it's good news today. In fact, you can move mountains. You're a mountain mover. <laughs> Bible says we say to that mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and that mountain's going to go. That is powerful. So you're not weak. You're not fragile. You set captives free. As Pastor Dave and I look over the last years, decades, We've been able, through the word of God, we set captives free. People have been delivered from demons. People are born again. Sick bodies are healed. And the best is yet to come. Amen. You're ambassadors. You represent the king of all kings. You represent the Lord of all lords. We worship the king. We say Jesus is Lord. And you are his ambassadors. Shalom. There's nothing broken, nothing missing. You house the Holy One. You house, you're a temple of the Holy One. You're a temple of the Most High God. And I think as I look around the room, a lot of us can say there's no high like the Most High. We maybe tried other highs, but there's no high like the Most High. That's why like sharing the Word of God is so powerful. It is a rush, worshiping the Lord. It satisfies the longing soul and He fills us with good things. So you are stronger then you think. Will you pray with me? Father, thank you. Thank you for your presence and the power of your strength that is here today. That where we thought we were going to go backwards, we thought we were going to trip and fall, that there is an anointing here of power and grace and strength for your people to take a leap forward. Thank you, Jesus. Have your powerful way here. We recognize your greatness in our lives. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We can do, we can do all. Is there any part of that that we're not connecting with? Can do all. Let's say those three words. Can do all. That's, That's a broad opportunity in front of us. So um, I'd like to start with, on the PowerPoint, 2 Samuel twenty-two thirty. 30. As you go through life and you walk with the Lord, there's, there's uh, different markers. And for a lot of us, for in my life, I, I find Bible verses that are markers. And I remember this marker for me. And it says, well, do you want to read it together? For by thee... I have run through a troop, come on, by my God have I leaped over a wall. Let's, let's, read it. let's read it again. For by thee I have run through a troop and 
over a wall. I'm seeing strength there. We're going to agree with God. God says that. God, God doesn't say you're going to trip, you're going to fall, and you're not going to finish the race. No. God says, by my God, by my God, with your help, Lord, by my God, with your strength, Lord, says we can run through a troop. Run actually means to break through. And I remember different seasons in our life. I, I remember a season where we needed a breakthrough. And I read this verse, and it says, by my God, I shall break through I shall rush with speed. Hallelujah. We're not lacking. We're not lagging behind. And we're not going to give in to any feeling of inferiority or unworthiness in the name of Jesus. So by my God, I run through, I break through, I rush with speed through a troop. You got some troops to rush through today? In the name of Jesus, I call you victorious. In the name of Jesus, I call you overcomers. And this says we can crush an army. By my God, I can leap. Leap means to spring free, to spring over obstacles. Maybe it's a mountain. Maybe it's your circumstances. But God says that we have the ability, the strength to spring over those obstacles, to rise above, move suddenly upward or forward. That's good news. I like that verse. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the power of that strength here today. By my God, just let his power and his strength just settle on you today. Let's say, let's say by my God out loud. By my God. It's all about him, isn't it? Thank you, Lord. Can we declare that again? By my God. It's not by might. Not by power. By his spirit, says the Lord. Just see him. God's people running through troops, seeing breakthroughs here today. Energy. Boredom's gone. Discouragement. That's behind us. Strength. Strength will rise. We've waited on the Lord. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony. I know our words are very powerful. What are we saying? What are we thinking? My thoughts become my words. Now, Jesus said, here's more good news. Jesus said in John 6, 63, the words I speak to you, even right now, the words that you're hearing, they are spirit and they are life. So we want to speak the word. We want to release the strength from the Holy Spirit into our health today. Release the strength of the Holy Spirit into our finances Can you say amen? Amen. How about our emotions? Yes, Lord. We are not not weak. We are strong. We are emotionally strong. I'm going to declare that. (laughs) I am not emotionally a mess. I'm emotionally strong. We're stable. We are strong in the Lord, and he is the stability of our times. I believe that's a word for, for all of us here today. He is the stability of our times. Thank you, Lord. Strength. We release that strength into our families today in the name of Jesus. Every family member into our job situations. Strength. Strength. Strong positions in our jobs. Thank you, Lord. Discipline. Discipline in our thoughts. We're strong in the Lord. 
want to declare over all of us today that you are the head and not the tail. You are above only and not beneath. I just got to say that again. You are the head, come on, not the tail. God said that. You are above only and not beneath. I believe that God is eradicating poor, low self-esteem here today, lowly thoughts, because we're going to counteract that with what he says, that you are the head, not the tail. I also want to remind us, you know, we're sitting in these chairs here, but guess what God says? He says, you're seated in heavenly places. So can you just get a word picture of those chairs being way up, seated in heavenly places? Ephesians, you are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. And he said, we have authority over all the power of the enemy. Here's a promise of protection. Nothing shall by any means hurt you, harm you, or injure you. Power over all the power of the enemy. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at Ephesians 6, 10, and 11. We are commanded to be strong. We can read it together. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So we're commanded to put on the whole armor. And we are, we are declared here strong. Verse 10 says that we stand strong. Verse 11 says we stand against. So when we're strong, we can stand against all the wiles of the enemy. And I declare today that whatever, is, whatever battle you're going through, whatever attack is going on in your life, whatever attack is going on in your home, maybe it's your spiritual walk, maybe it's long-term sickness, but God says that we can stand strong and stand against. This is the victory that overcomes even our faith. You are stronger than you think. Turn to someone and say, you are stronger than you think. Now that's the truth. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. God says his grace is sufficient. God says his power is made perfect in my weakness. I will gladly boast about when I am weak. For then am I strong. I really paraphrase that. But when I am weak, come on, then am I strong. Why am I strong? Because we're depending on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We're depending on his power. We can't do it on our own, but we can do all things through Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one who lives, who abides within us. I want to say to someone here today that he is not far away. It doesn't matter what we feel or what we've been through. The word of the Lord says that the word, the Lord is nigh thee. That means near for anyone under the age of 30 might not know what nigh means. The word is nigh thee. It's even in thy heart and in thy mouth, the word of faith that you speak. So God is very near to you. He's also very near to the brokenhearted. If you've, if you've been brokenhearted and, and you're in pain in your heart and in your relationships, The Lord is very near you today. He's closer than a brother. He will never leave you or forsake you. And I believe that today the healing balm of Gilead is here for those broken souls, those that have have felt forsaken or abandoned, 
Maybe you've, you're growing up with a feeling a spirit of abandonment in your life. But the perfect love, his name is Jesus. Perfect love is here to repair, to mend. I believe even right now that there's a healing taking place in the spirits of those who've been abused, those who've been in sorrow. Joy comes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just let your love saturate each one here today. Let your love heal us. We can even in the next week say, he touched me. Oh, he touched me. Oh, what joy. Feel my soul. Come on. Something happened. How many know what? Now I know. Jesus touched me. He made me whole. Where would we be without the Lord? His touch makes us whole. He makes us complete. You are complete in him. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb. Word of our testimony. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength, my rock, Psalm 18, 1 and 2. I will, I choose to love thee, O Lord. You are my strength. Can you lift your hands today and say, you're my strength? Lord, you're my strength. When I am weak, then am I strong. You will go out here strong and empowered. You came in that way, but sometimes we lose our focus. In Psalm 118, 1 and 2, it says, I will. That's why you're here today. You're choosing. Let's read it together. I will love thee, O Lord. My what? My what? My what? The Lord is my rock, my, 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 in whom I will trust. You're my buckler, and you're the horn of my salvation. You are my mighty tower. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We lean heavily into the Lord. 24-7, 365. Where would I be? Where, where would I go but to the Lord? Amen? Here we are. We're drinking out of a fountain today, pouring it out. Times of refreshing come from the presence. And certainly his presence is here. Please... Uh, Turn to Isaiah 40 and 28. <clears throat> I had written in my Bible a date. It says March 17, 1989. How many were not born yet? <laughs> Let me see your hands. Thank God for the youth. Thank God for these young people. Thank God for the anointing on your generation. <laughs> so I was already a mom at that date, but I needed a word. You need a word here today? He is faithful. He's amazing. He's amazing to give an answer, just what you need at the right time. So this goes back to when we lived in Volga outside of Brookings, and, and we were tired physically. We were tired spiritually, and, and I was sad. And Cindy and Kevin aren't here today, but it was maybe 10 o'clock, and we don't usually call. Of course, back then, we didn't have cell phones. <laughs> 
So he had to call on the landline, but the landline rang, and, and uh, it was kind of late. She said, I'm sorry to call you so late, she said, but I have a word for you. And she didn't know what was going on that night. She didn't know my emotions. She didn't know my sadness. And she began to read this. Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he will not faint. God is not weary. She kept reading. She said, there's no searching of his understanding. And then she read verse 29. He is power. He gives strength. He gives energy to those who, who feel faint. And to those that say, I just can't go on any longer. To someone here today who would say, like, I have no second win. I have, I have nothing to go on. God said to us, God said to me that night, to those that have no might, he what? Read it. He, say it. Say it. That's what he's doing. He is increasing strength. And something changed in the atmosphere. My circumstances didn't change. You may walk out of here and your circumstances, your life, this that you're facing, that that you're feeling, may still seem the same. But there's an unction of strength here today. And there's an unction where it says that it says he increases strength. I declare here today, verse 31, it says, we're not going to faint means to not give in. We're not going to give out and we're not going to give up. Amen. 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 We make that choice. We will go on. We, we release strength today for people who are in situations with long-term illness. That is tiring and exhausting. But the word of the Lord says he gives strength. He's doing that right now. The spirit moves like the wind, right? The, the wind is blowing here today. The, you can't see the spirit, but you can see the effects of it. In the book of John, it says you see the leaves. You see the leaves move. But there's an a impartation. There's a move of the spirit here today to increase strength, increasing your might. He's our everlasting God. Time we agree with God more than with how we feel. Amen. <laughs> Jesus, said, Jesus said something to us that requires a lot of strength. He said, I give you authority. Amen. He says, you can bind things here on earth and, you can, and they'll be bound in heaven. You can bind things here, loose things here on earth and they're going to be loosed in heaven. That's uh, our grandson Elijah. He loves keys. He loves, he's really good with his hands. <laughs> and um, like he got a, a metal box for Christmas from Uncle Ryan, and it's got a key, and you can latch it and unlatch it, and he's all about these, these things that, like that, <laughs> and um, can fix things too. And, but God gives us these keys in the spirit, Amen. spiritual keys. Whatsoever you bind here on earth, come on, shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose here, I look around the room, and I see you've done that. 
You've got a heavy-duty set of keys, and spiritually you've been locking, you've been unlocking, you've been binding, you've been loosing, and it's a glorious thing. You're ambassadors for Jesus, and you're making a difference here in Jerusalem, in your Judea, in your Samaria, and around the world. Good things are happening, and I'm grateful today that I have a husband who tells me that every day good things are happening. As he's bringing me another box of Kleenex, he says, good things are happening. <laughs> but we get, I get refocused, and we see who he is, and we see what he's done, and we focus on the word of the, the Lord, and we focus on what, the, that, what God says. And he, he says the same glory. Jesus said this. I want to say this personally to somebody. Jesus said the same glory that the Father gave to me, I give to you. Yeah, that's John 17, 22. Same glory. Nothing broken, nothing missing. The same glory that the Father has given to me, I have given it to you. That's a powerful thing. So when, we're, when the sun sets us free, we're free indeed. First uh, Corinthians six nineteen and 20. Know you not that you are a temple of the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Spirit lives within you. Let's read it together. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of, and you are not your own. For you have been bought with a price. Therefore, I felt it was very important today to have that up on the PowerPoint, that you are a temple of the Holy Ghost. Remember the song we used to sing? I am a temple of the Holy Ghost, filled with faith, filled with glory, filled with power. But your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. You do not belong to yourself. You belong to God. You have sustaining power to keep your temple pure, to keep it lovely, to keep it dedicated, to keep it clean. You are a temple of God and the Holy Spirit. And here again, the Holy Spirit is saying he's not across the ocean. He's not way up in the sky. No, the Holy Spirit is in you. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. I think we should turn to someone and say that. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. I think the level of respect really rises when we look at someone and realize that you're a temple of the Holy Spirit. The glory of God. Temple of his power. Temple of his strength. Shout out something else. <laughs> Love. There's this joy. Thank God for peace. Say? His goal. Glory. Temple. You're a temple of discipline. You're a temple of wholeness. You're a temple. Did we already say faith? Holiness. Forgiveness, you're all that. Honor, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Say? One more time. Majesty, amen, 
Amen. Selah, just let it sink in. That's who we are. Thank you, Lord. You're righteous. Well, and then in this verse, too, I, I want to tell you the truth. You have power over addictions. Yes. For what? For greater is he who's in me than he who's in the world. Greater is he. We have power over all the power of the enemy. Jesus' power breaks addictions off of our lives. And he sets us free. He helps us. He's our advocate. He's our strength. When I am weak, then am I strong. And addictions are broken through the power of his name and through his love. He doesn't condemn you. He loves you. It's an everlasting love. And I believe that today that we'll walk out of here free. If there's been any addictions, things that we do that we just simply don't like, addictions were broken off our whole family and our, our, the next generations, that it's now two, three generations, addictions have been broken. Alcoholism has been broken. Drug addiction has been broken. Immorality was broken off of our lives. And now... We love the Bible verse that says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So we're churchgoers now. We're Bible believers. We're preachers. We're worship leaders. And it's an amazing thing what God has done when we realize that we are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And in the name of Jesus, we can all declare today that addictions are broken off of our lives. Every addiction in this room. Every addiction in, in some loved one that you know, we set them free today because God says that we can set the captives free and we lose these loved ones. We break addictions off of their lives. We break off wrong thought patterns, people that are thinking wrong. We lose them and set them free in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We pray for our loved ones who are going the wrong direction. And we pray that there'll be a turnaround right now. We pray in the name of Jesus for relatives that we have that are, are lesbians or homosexuals. And we loose them today in the name of Jesus that they can be free to serve the one and the only true and the living God. Thank you, Lord. May your love consume them today. May your love overtake them. May they be apprehended by the love of the Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, apprehend them today. We pray for marriages today here in this room to be strengthened. We pray for marriages where there's just been a, a like this, like a friction. We, we pray for a harmony and a peace to come back into communication, that these marriages here be strong and preserved, and that the blood of Jesus covers every relationship here in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus covers the families here in Jesus' name. Oh, God, great things you have done. If we were going to talk about it, we couldn't, even, we couldn't even write enough books to say all the things that you have done. Thank you, Lord. We recognize, Lord, today things that you've done, what you're doing right now, and things that you will do in the future. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this power. God has commanded a blessing on you. <laughs> Guess what? He can't change his mind. Yeah? Yeah? Oh, we might change our mind. 
But it is impossible for God to change his mind. It is impossible for God to say, I bless you. Oh, you did that. I'm not going to bless you. No. Um, In the Old Testament, Balak wanted Balaam to curse Israel. It's a fascinating story. And he went three times and he said, because the children of Israel had been blessed. And Balak kept saying, can't you do something? Can't you curse them? Can't you take that blessing away? And the word of the Lord says, God is not a man that he should lie. Has he not spoken it? Shall he not also do it? Has he not said it? Shall he not also bring it to pass? And he said, I have decreed a blessing and I cannot reverse it. That is good news today. For every one of us here, we are blessed. There is a blessing commanded on you. And then it just gets better and better. It affects your your marriage. It affects your children. It affects all of our siblings, because I'm basing that, what? On the word of God, Acts says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. You shall be saved, what? And your, the whole household. Come on, let's just believe it. For the whole household. Thank you, Lord. Good things are happening. Thank you, Lord. There's a release of healing in our lives. There's a release of of, uh, encouragement today, yeah? Because the Bible says, show me, O Lord, a sign for good. Show us a token for good. And I believe that he is doing that right now. I always think of Harold Kornbaum, Romans. He, he always says the same spirit. Come on. The same spirit. Selah, let it settle here. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. That is mighty. That is powerful. The same spirit that raised Christ from the grip of death dwells within you. Shall he not also quicken your mortal body by his spirit which dwells within you? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's quickening our mortal bodies even right now. I believe we're getting energetic. We're getting even physical strength where we've been weary, where we've been sad or lonely. There's an endowment of power. The power of the Most High has come upon us, has overshadowed us. And we're going to do what Jesus said. He said, greater works. Yeah? Greater works than these shall you do because I go to the Father. He ascended. He sent his spirit. And he endued us with power. You're stronger than you think. I'm stronger than I think. I want to share a verse, Psalm 115, verse 16. Again, it was one of those, it's like, It just really changed my life. It's like I just read it, and I thought about it, and I thought, that is absolutely amazing. And I I pray that it it will really do something here for all of us today. It's short, isn't it? Like, what could be so great about this verse? It says, the heaven, you want to read it with me? The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's. Shout the next part out. But... Would you read that last phrase one more time? But that changed my life. Like, okay, oh God, oh God, please do this. Oh God, Lord, why haven't you done that? The earth, come on. He's given it to us. We walk in it. We've been authorized. We can walk in that authority. 
We can walk in what he has called us to do, yeah, when we get to heaven, but right here on the earth, on the ground, where we're still around, the earth he has given to the children of man. Now, he would not give us that, and he would not say that to us if he did not give us the power and the strength to do what he asks us to do. He's empowered us. Vessels fit for the master's use. Yes, you are. You are sanctified. I want to say today, you are useful. Oh, some feelings can come on us, and we think we're not useful, but the Word of God says you're useful for every good work. And we, to be strong, we have to eat the Word. Mama Perry, years ago, out of Jeremiah, she said, her eyes were twinkling, and, and she said, Jeannie, I have to eat the Word. I said, well, that's really good, Mama. It's Jeremiah 15, 16. It says, eat the Word. Eat the word. When we eat the word, we get our strength, right? When we eat the word, we get strong. When we eat the word, we get our sustenance. When we eat the word, we get that power that we need. And we want to continually devour the word, saturate ourselves with truth. And when a thought comes, take it captive. Does it line up with the Bible? If it doesn't, let it go. The Bible says cast it out and get realigned again with what God says. Make declarations continually about your life, about, our, about your marriage, about your ministry, about yourself, about your job, about your day, about your feelings, about your family. Did I say that one already? About your future. Declare what God says. Because Pastor Dave and I, we knew we had to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. Because we, we walked in darkness and suddenly we were translated into the kingdom of light. Well, our thinking had to change, and it only comes, the Bible says, through the Word of God. Speak life, life and health into your body. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. You are stronger than you think. I have a picture I want to show you of Gordon Brown, and I don't know, I don't think Emily Brown is here. If you are, please raise your hand quickly. Emily is Gordon Brown's uh, granddaughter. But this is Gordon Brown, and this is the man that introduced me to Jesus. And we were in a coffee house. It was 19, it was almost 1971. It was New Year's, 1970. And he asked me if I knew Jesus. And I said to him, we were at a coffee, did I say we're at a coffee house in Pierce, South Dakota? And I said, well, I know about him. And I did always respect Jesus, that he died on the cross for our sins. I respected him, but I didn't know him. So Gordon, um, this was taken, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, five or 10 years ago. But in that coffee house, I was 19 years old. And he said, do you personally know Jesus? And I said, no. He said, he uh, actually wrote about it. He just gave us a book that he wrote. And he wrote about what happened that night. He remembered some details that I didn't remember. And he said that I knelt down, um, that was the faith I was brought up in, and that I asked Jesus to personally come into my life. And I have told every relative of his, I said, I am forever grateful that on that cold December night when I was on my way to hell and in that lifestyle that he introduced me to Jesus. And look look now what has happened over the, the next four decades. Look what the Lord has done, and it's his word. 
And I remember walking out of that coffee house, and I faced a lot, but he gave me a Bible. And I held my Bible, and I walked down a few steps out of that coffee house. And I, I vividly remember my thoughts. I, I thought, well, I still have a lot of problems, but now I have a book with all the answers. <laughs> and it was, I want to thank God publicly for Gordon Brown. He lives in Fort Pierre right now, doesn't he? He moves, he's just, oh, he's amazing what he's still doing for the Lord. He, he's been able to make it to some conferences. And I found out then in Acts 1-8, shortly after that, it says, you shall receive power. I wasn't that powerful. I was weak. I was frail. I didn't think I could quit sinning. I didn't think I could overcome. I didn't think I could live the Christian life. I couldn't talk. The enemy wanted, wants to silence you. I didn't sing, but suddenly, the word of the Lord said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you shall be my witnesses. And I began to open my mouth. My first public prayer was, I can't. And the the leader said, amen, that was so beautiful. And I thought, thank God for love. So the next time I was asked to pray, I said a few more words, and a few more words, and a few more words. And I want to say you are not weak. You are strong in the Lord. You are not inadequate. You are not unable. You are not unequipped. You are not inefficient, and you are not lacking. You are lacking nothing. You are anointed. You have everything you need, and you're stronger than you think. And I also just want to throw in there, personality doesn't matter. I have a twin brother, and my mother said that my um, twin brother kicked. We were back when there wasn't near as much medical help as there is now. My twin brother was feisty, and he kicked, and if he was hungry, he screamed. And she said, I just laid back. And you know, she, said, she, she said, you would have just laid back and died if I hadn't got out. One of those little tweezers, not tweezers, those droppers, eyedroppers. She'd fill it with milk and make me eat. So yeah, I'm just saying like, I think naturally we can be like laid back. I, I am laid back naturally, but come on, in the spirit, in the spirit, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent, the energetic, they go after it. They take it by force. And somewhere along the line, we have to let the Word of God dominate every area of our life. It may be our personality. It may be things we like to do, things that we don't like to do. But the Spirit and the Word of God need to, need to dominate our life, our daily life, and our decision. Um, I'm going to get ready to close here. I, I'm praying that, that, the, that the Word of the Lord will stir up dormant gifts here. If there's been dormant gifts, got a call of God on our lives. There's a, we might fade it out, but there's just a, a scripture from Joshua 1, verse 9. And, and there's a song that goes with it. And, but what it says is, be strong and of a good courage. Be strong and of a good courage. 
for the Lord thy God is with thee wherever, they, wherever you go. And there's a song that goes with it, and you can bump it up loud because it's kind of, and it's a different style than what we do. It just, it just grabbed me, though. And um, as these people are singing it, maybe we'll just listen to one minute of it. I think it's only one minute anyway. But um, the kingdom of heaven causes us to walk on purpose. Real loud. Don't be afraid. Could it go even louder? Just a little bit. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Jesus. There's any area of our life. Our God is an awesome God. He from heaven above. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.